Welcome to Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan, sponsored by the Norwin Wellness Center located in North Huntingdon. Dr. Susan Plank is an expert in natural remedies for weight loss and digestive health issues. To talk to Dr. Plank with your health questions, call 412-825-6262. That's 412-825-6262. And now, Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan. Welcome to another episode of Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan, your weekly dose of inspiration and motivation for a healthy mind, body, and spirit. This is Dr. Susan Plank, and today we're going to do a dive into metabolism, hormones, and aging, sharing tips and strategies to help you prioritize your wellness and live your best life. So grab a pen and some paper, get ready, take some notes. We're going to explore your metabolism together. I have some exciting news. we got a treat in store for you. I'm proud to announce our upcoming webinar, Mysteries of the Thyroid. It's happening January 22nd, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Unique opportunity to do a deep dive with me into your metabolism, thyroid, and the best part, completely free. Mark your calendars. Make sure to register. Head over to norwinwellness.com, norwinwellness.com, and register now. So, in the few minutes we have, because I am excited, I got a special surprise for you. I'm going to have a guest come on in a few minutes. So, again, I really want you tuning in. If you happen to miss anything and you want to catch up on it, you can, you can, grab this episode, go to anywhere where you listen to podcasts, right? Spotify, whatever, Dr. Susan Plank, look it up. You can catch all the old episodes, okay? So, metabolism in the time we have. What is metabolism? How does it work? Metabolism refers to the process by which your body converts what you're eating, food, into energy, and uses it then to perform the different functions, right? Growth, cell repair, breathing, blood circulating, any activity you're doing. This process involves a series of chemical reactions in which enzymes break down the nutrients from your food into more simpler forms that can be used by the cells for energy. The rate of your metabolism or your metabolic rate is the speed at which those chemical reactions take place. And it's influenced by factors such as age, we're talking about when my guest arrives, age, weight, and physical activity level. So rightly so, folks, put the connection together of a low thyroid because the thyroid is one of the hormones that has receptors on every cell in the body. So if your thyroid is not producing the two hormones, the T3 and the T4, they play a major role in regulating your metabolism. That's, that's what regulates it, T3 and T4. So they do it by actually increasing the number of enzymes, right, that we just talked about. And those enzymes 
break down the food and create these particles called ATP, which is the primary source of energy for your body cells. So when the body needs more energy, the brain stimulates, hey, let's produce more TSH, thyroid-stimulating hormone. And then we get more T3 and T4. When the body has enough, it slows everything down. So here we go, folks. I am so excited. Dr. Emma, are you there? I am here. Hello. Hello, Dr. Emma Wilder. Folks, I am so excited. Dr. Emma Wilder, naturopathic doctor, she applies a holistic medicine approach to treating the individual. She works predominantly with neurologic conditions, including what we're just talking about now, energy, aging, cognition, Parkinson's, folks, right? Healthy aging and Parkinson's. So, Dr. Emma, thank you so much for taking time out, for being here today. And so... Thank you so, so much for having me. Oh, absolutely. This is great. So, we were just talking about sort of, you know, how the body is using hormones to, to create our metabolism, right? And so, right. if we can discuss a little bit... Because I think there's truly a disconnect between people assuming, well, I'm getting older, right? Uh, I'm, I'm over 50 or I'm over 55 or I'm getting older, and so therefore it's justified that I don't have enough energy or, you know, I, I just don't feel as good. I, I just feel sluggish. and and right. And so can we... Can we sort of talk, because we're finding as you and I functional providers, right, that, that there's a lot we can do, but unfortunately folks are just sort of used to being told that, well, you're getting older, right? You've got to learn to live with it. Absolutely. I hear that all the time. Even some people who might see a doctor or a provider with tremor or some of the other symptoms of Parkinson's in their 40s or 50s, so often they're told, you know, early on, oh, you're just getting older. That's just normal. And it can even, you know, delay getting a diagnosis. So I do I do think that we hear that all the time. Um, and it's really a misconception, isn't it? Like we yeah. know now with the research that even just, uh, you know, I'm thinking about a trial that just came out in 2021. I was looking at metabolism over 20 different countries. Um, in people, including the United States. And really what we see is that our metabolism doesn't start to decrease until we're about 55. And even mm -hmm. then, it's only decreasing by 0.7%. So that's less than 1% per year. So it's really, right. really slow and gradual. And so I agree. Like, I think if we're experiencing low energy or brain fog, we're forgetting things, um, we're not as strong as we used to be. We're not as fit as we used to be. And we're just saying, oh, I'm, I'm 45 years old or I'm 50 years old, so I'm just getting older. And that's why I think we're missing out on investigating actually why we're feeling that way. Isn't that the truth? I couldn't have said it better myself. So, you know, here's the, here's the thing, right, is, 
is you just listed, you know, some things. So, like weight gain. Oh, I'm getting older, right? Yep. And even if, even if somebody goes, they're concerned. Oh, my gosh, Doc, I just gained, I gained 20 pounds during the pandemic, right? And they go to the doctor. <laughs> ah, have you taken a look at your age lately, right? You better suck it up and start <laughs> to live with it, right? Oh, Doc, I'm right. tired. Oh, you're tired, fatigued. Oh, well, you know. You gotta learn to live with it. It's only downhill from here, right? Uh, dry skin, <laughs> constipation. I could go on brittle nail depression, right? I mean, it, joint it, pain. It, yeah, yeah. It it's like you said, the brain fog, right? The brain fog. And if yeah. I'll tell you, because my mom, God bless her, my mom, my my grandfather, which was my mom's dad, he had Alzheimer's, and mm. my mom's entire adult life. As long as I can remember, if she had a little glitch of brain fog, she was, she was oh, my gosh, is it starting, right? And, right. and nobody was giving her guidance on, hey, what to look for, what, you know. So can, can you talk sort of, because this is really your specialty, so I really want to pick your brain. Brain health, yeah. cognition, what, when, when's the time of like, oh, that's, you know, that's, the, that's a blip versus... Hey, maybe I need to pay more attention. Sure, right, right. So I think one of the best ways to distinguish, like, was that just a little something? Like, I have a lot on my plate. I'm stressed. I'm whatever it is. Like, occasionally forgetting something that can happen. But I think what you want to look for is is the change in my brain activity, my memory, my cognition, having an impact. Um, on my daily life. And so let me give you an example. So one thing would be like, oh, I misplaced my keys again. And then you like walk around your kitchen twice, but then you find it, you know, because you put it on the counter instead of the key ring. That is Mm -hmm. normal because you're still able to get out the door and get to where you're going. And it's, you know, very short term and actually didn't really change your daily life. But something to be worried about is, oh, wow, I'm, I'm walking around the kitchen. I, I can't find my keys. I have to call my daughter, and she comes and picks me up. And when she's helping me look later that day, we find the keys in the fishbowl. Mm-hmm. And that's where it's like that's disrupted your daily life, and it's something that's quite out of, you know, the normal, like, correctable kind of, right. you know, brain lab. So I, I would think I would kind of use that as a, a, a marker if you're like one of them, um, if we're mm-hmm. thinking about kind of memory things. And, and other things, too, if you're having significant deficits and really, you know, long-term memory, like you really can't, you know, now all of a sudden you can't recall like when your children were born or some very significant life events or things that you have remembered in the in the past. So I think when we think about, you know, the small things versus the larger, really significant, if it's very impactful in your daily life or it's really significant uh, life events or things that you have remembered up until that point or if someone else is really noticing it, then I would definitely, you know, that might be a, a signal to do some further investigation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I want to I want to do this periodically, uh, Doctor Emma. Can you can you tell folks because uh, you know folks are going about their life and in, in and out. Can you? Uh, we'll do this a couple of times, but can you tell folks 
uh, sort of how to get a hold of you, how to get in contact with you, uh, your your website or, you know, social media, anything sure. that you're on. How can, if, if something clicks with folks here, and trust me, folks, Dr. Emma is much more of an expert in this field, um, much more. So I want you to reach out to her. So please share your uh, share your information so folks can, can get to you. Absolutely. So the best way to reach me is through my website. It's generationsnaturalhealth.com. And there you can, I, I have some free recipes up, a little bit more information, and, and you can kind of go ahead and uh, take a look at those if you're interested or contact me further. Excellent. Perfect. So repeat that again, please. Generations. Generationsnaturalhealth.com. There we go. Generationsnaturalhealth.com. And we'll repeat that a couple of times for you. So I want I want folks to to realize that there is right aging does affect your metabolism. So that sort yeah. of uh, forgetfulness, walking around the kitchen that Dr. Emma was talking about, and 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 misplacing your keys is completely normal. I'll take it to an extreme if you have your car keys in your hand and you look at them and you have no idea what what they are, <laughs> then I think you're further along the path, right? So that's, a, that's a, you know, you gotta, you got to reach out to the doctor, Emma, pretty quick. So we're going to experience these little glitches, and like she said, it, it's, it can be stress-related. It can be a drop in blood sugar, right? It, could, it can be things like that. So can right. you give... Can you give sort of generally for folks, for folks like what are some what are some good healthy brain tips? Because um, you, you really shared some nice ones on the on the summit. I, I I told you how my mom would always do the crossword puzzles because she was wor- worried about Alzheimer's. So can you can you share with the folks some some tips you have? Absolutely. So. Okay, so let's start kind of on the lines of what you're saying, which is we want to challenge the brain. Anytime you're doing something that is a little bit challenging, it doesn't have to be completely out of your comfort zone, but it's a little bit hard. You have to really focus and you're maybe learning or practicing a new skill. That is going to stimulate new connections in the brain and that brings a lot of health benefits. Basically, it's similar with your muscles. If you don't use it, you lose it. And the brain is very much that way as well. And so we can think about things like, like you're mentioning, like crossword puzzles, kind of like mental, uh, exclusively kind of mental challenges. But I actually think a lot of people maybe don't always know that every movement that your body does is governed by the brain. Mm-hmm. So actually challenging your body, challenging it to try new movement patterns, and cross the midline of your body. If you kind of draw a line straight through your nose all the way down your body, that's the midline. And so when you bring your left arm across your body to the right side, that's creating a connection between the hemispheres or the sides of the brain. So when we challenge the body, when we challenge the mind, we're bringing blood flow and we're creating new connections in the brain. And one of the best ways to do that is pick something, pick an activity that you've maybe never tried before that will challenge your movement, your coordination, and you really have to think about it. So some of my favorites that I use a lot with, uh, you know, people I work with with Parkinson's and dementia would be things like martial art, boxing, yoga, tai chi, 
all of these movements require a lot of focus. It's challenging your balance. It's using your upper body and your lower body. Um, and you also really have to think, like, especially if you're doing the martial arts, the Tai Chi, the boxing, you're even mentally having to gauge someone else's body movement and their social cues as well. Mm -hmm. So really, it's, it's one of the best things for your brain is checking a lot of the boxes that we think about. Um, but yes, also stimulating your brain with interesting conversation and social skills and emotional support. All of that is also governed by the brain. There are certain areas that are involved in, um, you know, memory loss and challenges that we can, again, bring blood flow, bring new connections when we have meaningful conversations with people and social interactions. So I would, I would think about your brain. Let's, let's like broaden how we think about the brain a little bit. Um, outside of just doing math problems or just doing crossword puzzles, the brain also governs all of our movement, our social interaction, and anytime we challenge it, we're really supporting new connections and growth. Excellent. So that's Excellent. a big one. Um, that's, that's, and then yeah. tied to that, just the last couple, you know, couple other tidbits for people to, you know, think about is um, definitely take care of your, your gut and what you eat. Um, I'm sure we've talked about, uh, of course, with Dr. Susan, we've talked about the brain-gut connection and just how much, you know, food and fiber and taking care of your gut really helps support your brain. We have a lot of good research on that, so that's a big one. Um, and then the last one I would say is make sure that you spend time really relaxing, really on the body level and the nervous system level, so bringing that kind of parasympathetic or rest and digest mode, allowing yourself to really do that because that's when we do a lot of our repair and detoxification work. Mm -hmm. And that's all important for our brains. As we get older, we have to clean up those aging cells. We need to have new cells. We need to have repair work done. And then if we're not allowing our brain and our body to really relax, then we won't be able to do that repair work. I love it. I love it. Okay, so um, you are the Parkinson's expert. So, you know, can you can you take us sort of right right from the top? What what is Parkinson's? Is there a cause for? What are some of the symptoms? Yeah. So Parkinson's is it's typically thought of as a neurological disorder where we don't. Um, there's a region in our brain that makes a neurotransmitter called dopamine, and that region specifically is called the substantia nigra. And we no longer make enough dopamine. Those cells are dying, damaged and dying. And what happens is typically some of the more common symptoms that people think about are you might get a tremor, your movements slow down, you have problems with balance, and you, you kind of get that those physical motor symptoms of not having enough dopamine. Dopamine, though, as we're learning more and more, you know, really in the last 10 years we've come to understand even more that this dopamine is affecting systems throughout our body. So a lot of people will experience disruptions in their sleep, chronic constipation and gut problems, um, loss of sense of smell, um, and really low mood. Dopamine is involved in the reward pathway in our brain. So getting satisfaction or the feeling of accomplishment or reward is 
highly regulated by dopamine. So the way that I actually think about it and how I approach it with the patients that I work with are, it, you know, Parkinson's, it is neurological, but it's also systemic. It affects us on many levels. And we don't yet have a, you know, complete cure. It's, it's really management of Parkinson's. And that's because I think in part, we're still really trying to understand what causes it. We know that toxins can play a really big role in affecting the brain and increasing your risk for Parkinson's. Uh, Gut dysregulation increases your risk. It traditionally has been associated with um, some aging and more men, although more and more now we see an uptick in not only diagnosis but early onset diagnosis. So, you know, it used to be a lot of people would you know, become diagnosed maybe in their late 60s, 70s. But now I work with people who are being diagnosed in their 30s. So mm, we're, wow. we're constantly learning about, you know, more about it. But um, we definitely see as, as we have more toxins in our environment, more uh, gut microbiome dysregulation, more chronic stress, we're seeing these are, you know, at least potential contributing factors. Absolutely. Absolutely. Fascinating. That's a, that's really fascinating. So let me ask yeah. you: um, how how do you uh, how do you start to work with someone? What's it sort of look like? What would someone expect uh, in working with you if they have a Parkinson's diagnosis? Sure, sure. So if you already have a Parkinson's diagnosis, then you're going to be you have your neurologist, and they'll be working with you with medications, and would also help facilitate if you wanted to go down the route of, you know, a deep brain stimulator or some other potential therapeutic options. And working with a neurologist is really important. What I bring to the table when I work with, um, you know, people with Parkinson's is really trying to see it from that holistic perspective that we talked about and how can we address some of the other systems that are involved and understand for that person, you know, what are more of their triggers and how can we try to slow progression and reduce symptoms. So just as an example, if I'm working with someone, and let's say I'm thinking of a patient I was working with last week, this this individual had a really high exposure history. So they grew up on a farm. They had a lot of pesticide um, and herbicide use. They also after growing up on the farm, went and was working in the floral industry and so had actually a lot of exposure to toxins throughout their professional career as well. And we did, we run, we run functional lab tests to really make sure we're specific in what's going on with the individual and as we treat them. And so for them, we were trying to identify what some, you know, what are their contributing factors and try to mitigate uh, or lessen those so that we can improve symptoms. So, for everyone, it's really, it's a unique experience. Um, I've never worked with the same person twice when it comes to Parkinson's. Um, mm-hmm. So it's important to, you know, when we work together, we we really go through your history, we go through your symptoms, and we try to identify what are the big issues with you um, and with your labs, and then go from there on addressing you as a whole person. Excellent. Uh, Dr. Emma, I, I just have to stop you for a second and 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 say this is exactly why I respect what you do and how you do it so so much is because just what you just said, you don't see the same 
person, right? So it's it's every single individual, right? Whether it's Dr. Emma with with brain health and specifically Parkinson's, if it's me with hormones or weight loss, there's there's Mm -hmm. specifics to that individual. That's why you know these these like cookie cutter plans, right? That that that, oh yeah, you know you just do this and it's gonna. It, it, they're just not going to work, right? You need to be able to get yourself, if you're concerned, you need to be able to get yourself into the hands of someone that's going to look at you as the individual and the, what are the risk factors going on in your body. Absolutely. So, yeah, so you were talking about sort of like the, the toxins and the, and the gut and, and things like that, right? Very specific to what I do. But mine is much more related to sort of obesogens, right, and toxins of how they're blocking hormone receptors, um, right. you know, and affecting weight gain. And yet we could have uh, a client of yours, right, with very similar uh, toxic overload, and yet it's going to affect neurologic function, right? Yes, Exactly. And I, I could not agree more. The individual matters so much. And for some people, there's no toxin exposure or history, really, that we know of. Nothing comes up on tests, and it's actually much more, in, you know, inflammation-mediated that's mm-hmm. causing their neurological problems. Or, yeah, that um, cellular, you know, the cellular level, that inflammation right. at the cellular level. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Mitochondrial Perfect. health and that energy play a really big role um, in Parkinson's. So, yeah, exactly. It's and and that's why I think we get such, you know, good results for people is because it's really, it's treating them not from the template and actually seeing what's going on for them. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, please share your, share your website again. Absolutely. So you can find me at generationsnaturalhealth.com. Perfect. Generationsnaturalhealth.com. We're going to keep talking, okay? Um, tell us about, uh, how about some research? You're, you're like me, big on what's the latest research. I know you stay up on it. So what yeah. research is sort of being done um, in, 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 you know, for Parkinson's and other neurologic conditions? Absolutely. Well, I'll, I'll highlight just a couple here. And we could talk all day about this. Yeah, exactly. I I think we only have a couple minutes left, but yeah, please. Okay, perfect. We'll hit a couple real quick. So one would be something called phenolytic agents or agents that actually clean up or clear out aging cells. And I like those a lot, especially for the brain, because sometimes it's really challenging to get good blood flow and some of our drugs, our pharmaceuticals, our herbs, things like that to the brain, crossing that blood-brain barrier. So we're definitely seeing some new research on and ongoing re- research on phenolytic therapies, mm-hmm. cleaning up those aging cells. We're seeing more and more about the microbiome and certain bacteria species that are actually protective or harmful in Parkinson's, depending. And I, I love that because we can really, we can change so much in our in our gut microbiome and make improvements there. So it's really interesting to see when we do that, the actual effect on, on Parkinson's. And the last one that I've used, I've used it for several years now, but I think is a really interesting field of study. And again, we're seeing more clinical trials come out. It's something called photobiomodulation therapy or light therapy. And there's, again, a lot of details there, but we're seeing that essentially when we use a specific type of light, 
the light is able to penetrate through our tissue or penetrate through skin and fat and all of that and actually stimulate energy production at the mitochondria, which then when our cells have more energy, it's able to do repair work. Um, so again, a lot of these are hitting similar pathways, so they're just through different methods, but I'm definitely really interested in all of those areas of, of research and um, very excited about them. Yeah, it is exciting, right? There's, it is a great time in nutrition. I mean, the nutritional research of how all these conditions uh, that folks have just been sort of throwing, you know, medications and then sort of unknown what to do for decades is really how, if we look at the basics, foundational health issues, like you were talking the toxins, gut, microbiome, right, uh, the, the breakdown aging, how you can start to improve somebody's quality of life. So Absolutely. can you tell me, uh, can you tell me um, what would somebody then expect? They start working with you, say they have a, uh, say they're, you know, mid-50s, uh, a slight tremor, sort of what, what's, what, what types of things are you going to, look into, I'm sure it's the toxins, the gut, et cetera, but also to what can they expect because there's not really a cure, right? Right, absolutely. So we try to get a good baseline for where that person is at, and that would include looking at, you know, their their gait and balance, handwriting, mood, uh, you know, physical symptoms, their digestion. So we try to get a good baseline, and we see over the coming months, once we're, you know, really treating their gut, we're decreasing inflammation, addressing toxins, optimizing their nutrition and antioxidants, decreasing stress load in the body, um, dealing with food sensitivities, you know, lots and lots of things, whatever it ends up being for that person. We're looking to see are we reducing the severity of symptoms? So maybe you're tremoring so significantly that you can't button your shirt or you can't chop vegetables for cooking or you can't write. So we're trying to see, do we decrease how severe those things are and you can start to do some of those activities? Do the, you know, do we have symptoms that completely resolve? Mm -hmm. And then for some of the people I work with, we get to the point where they're able to reduce the amount of medication or the frequency of medication that they're taking. And they work with their neurologist to safely do this, but that's also a good sign because essentially with Parkinson's, what you know most people are told is that you're just going to get worse. That's the only, it's just a downhill ride from here. So we're working on whether we can lessen how steep that is, or we can even reduce medication because you're doing so well. And in some cases, we can even reverse some of the symptoms. Now, none of that, like you said, this is not a cure, but we're trying to really extend quality of life and slow the progression as much as we can. And that's really what, you know, we're looking for. And I think that that plays also a really important role. Anytime I work with each individual, I want to know for them, what is the most important thing for you? and your life, and what are you trying to accomplish? And for a lot of people, it's, you know, it's like I want to have really quality years with my grandchildren, or I want to have to do some great trips with my spouse, or I want to continue to work for the next five years, or whatever it is. And so we really tailor our main focus and therapeutic approach to their goals as well. 
Absolutely, isn't it? That, that independence. We all want to keep our independence as much as, as, much as we can. Folks, yeah. uh, fascinating. Dr. Emma, thank you so, so much. Absolutely fascinating. Please promise me you'll come back again. Uh, I want to I I talk with you again. <laughs> oh, this, would, this would be great. So uh, we're going we're gonna to sign off here, but uh, folks, if you want to find me, norwinwellness.com, Dr. Susan Plank, norwinwellness.com, Dr. Emma, take it. Uh, name and your website one more time and we'll sign off. Absolutely. Thank you all so much. Dr. Emma Wilder, generationsnaturalhealth.com. Thank you so much, Dr. Emma. God bless everybody. Have a great week and I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan. Hosted by Dr. Susan Plank of the Norwin Wellness Center in North Huntingdon. Dr. Plank is an expert in natural remedies for weight loss and digestive health issues. To make an appointment with Dr. Susan Plank of the Norwin Wellness Center, call 724-863-5420. That's 724-863-5420. And listen again for another edition of Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan, sponsored by the Norwin Wellness Center in North Huntingdon, here on KHB Radio.